Welcome to the How We Create podcast. I'm your host, Carissa Moreno. I've realized that growing up in an artistic family gave me the ability to approach new challenges in life without overthinking and without worrying about the outcomes. I want to share this skill with you and help inspire you to tackle that project you've been putting off. I will be here weekly telling you about my experiences as a creative and also having conversations with fine artists, musicians, performers, dancers, and you will learn how they create, how they experiment, and how they turn failures into opportunities for growth. I know that you are going to enjoy getting a peek inside their minds and creative lives. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. It really helps. Thanks. So today's guest is me. And before I get started, I wanted to say thank you so much for listening. Thank you for the reviews and the support that you've sent my way. If you haven't written your review yet, there is still time. And I would love to connect with you on Instagram. So DM me at the how we create podcast. That's the how we create podcast. And tell me a little bit about yourself and tell me what you like about what you've heard so far. And please, please tell me anything you'd like to hear in the future. I'm, I have a good lineup of guests, um, that I've already been working on editing to release. But as I start booking more people, I'd love to hear the questions you might have um, about the creative process for the artist Um, and anything else you'd love to tell me about. Also, please share with me your story of the first time you did something um, creative and how it made you feel. And let me know if you would allow me to release it on the podcast. I would love, love, love to hear your stories. I am back home in Hawaii right now, and it seemed fitting to tell you why I started this podcast and, and the background behind that. Recently, I was in a group setting where I found so many people who were afraid to try or being held back by perfectionism and overthinking and all of the, all of those things that stop us from actually taking action. And I thought to myself, for most of my life, I've done things without overthinking them, whether it was deciding to live in another country or deciding to start designing and building lighting fixtures um, with no background. I realized that there is an element of impulsiveness to, to my personality and to being an artist. But I feel like there's more to it than that because I do have fears. I just sort of acknowledge them and then do the thing anyway because in my mind, it's not as though I, I wouldn't do what I wanted to try. If there's something I wanna try, I'm gonna do it whether I'm afraid or not. So I do have those feelings. I just go forward anyway. And I think part of that comes from the fact that I learned at a very young age what creativity was and what making was like. I believe it's in a way like building a muscle. So if you're flexing your creative muscle, I think it actually helps you to be less apprehensive or overly cautious. This train of thought got me to thinking about mistakes. I actually don't believe in mistakes. If you listen to my podcast with Poppy Dodge, I agree with her. I, about art and mistakes. I grew up in a household surrounded by art making and we just didn't talk about mistakes. It was more like, oh, my leggings ripped or it got snagged or something. And you know what? I could cut these off and turn them into arm warmers instead. You know, we were always taking things and making them into new things. You know, hand me some scissors. Let's see what we can do. 
I do want to add that, you know, growing up in an artistic family was not all rainbows and mod podge, but there were benefits, and I'm going to focus on those. I went from thinking about creative risk-taking to mistakes to tools for fixing mistakes. And if you've been listening to the other episodes, I do need to come up with a different word for mistakes. Um, Ivy Rivet, the dancer, had called them messages. I liked that a lot. And some of the other guests that are coming up have come up with creative things as well. Here's my story about my first tool for fixing mistakes. My creative experience begins with my mother, who is an artist and a maker of all things. And when I was a child, she was sewing clothes all the time for herself and for us. And she had her own sewing room, which I vaguely remember off the living room area. Always remember it being kind of dark in there, probably because I was going in when I wasn't supposed to. And I always was stepping on her sewing needles, which caused a lot of drama. I learned to look past danger of sewing needles and to this idea that you could have fabric, this flat piece of fabric, and cut it and stitch it and transform it into a three-dimensional object that you could wear. And at the time, that was really magical. I grew up in Hawaii. We moved there when I was five. And I went to Noalani Elementary School in Manoa. But we moved out of Manoa and moved to Waikiki. And my brother and I had to take the bus to and from school. It was the 80s. We were young. We took it alone. And for, for some reason, my mom decided to put me into sewing classes at the local fabric store. So when we left school, we would take the bus. The store was in between Waikiki and Manoa. And we would get off and I would take my class. I don't know what my brother was doing at the time, but I'm sure he was bored. So there I was in class with a bunch of older women. I don't know how old they were. I was around six, seven. And uh, we learned how to use, I learned how to use a sewing machine. I learned how to um, sew with patterns. The one thing that stands out for me from this experience is the seam ripper and the fact that you do not sew without a seam ripper and if you start a sewing project without one it tells me that you're an amateur. I find this fascinating because the seam ripper is just essential. It's essential for sewing. What the seam ripper does, in case the name is not obvious, is when you sew something and you've made a mistake, the seam ripper is the sharp little tool. It looks like a metal lobster claw if you've never seen one and you stick it in between the seam and you push it forward and rip the threads apart. It's actually a satisfying motion, <laughs> but you rip those seams apart and then you can start over again. What I find so interesting about this is that the assumption is that you will make a mistake. You are going to sew something, you're going to sew it wrong, and you will need the seam ripper. You're going to need to tear it apart and you're going to need to start over. I also want to say when you realize you need the seam ripper, it's never like, ooh, awesome, <laughs> I totally messed up and now I get to do it over again. It's never a comforting moment to know that you've, you've screwed up. But I guess the comfort comes from knowing that, that so many other people have made mistakes and the same mistake that you just made, that someone decided to design this little tool. I wish we would think about the tools that we have in life that we've created because we knew that we would make mistakes. And I want to talk more about this as we continue with the podcast and explore this more with the other artists who are going to be on the show. It's the idea that making mistakes is not something that you should be afraid is going to happen. 
it's actually something you should understand is going to happen. It's something that we do every day and we do it so often that we have built tools to help us fix those mistakes. What I learned at that young age with the Seam Ripper is that I could try to make something, I can try to sew something, and if I do it wrong, or if it's a little off and I want to fix it, I can just grab my Seam Ripper and take it apart and start over again. I'm going to encourage you today to think about the tools that you have in your life that help you fix things. Those tools can be anything. It can be a seam ripper when you're sewing. It could be an aspirin when you have a headache. I want you to think about what you're afraid to try. What are you afraid to try because you think you're going to screw it up? And think about what tool would help you fix whatever mistakes you think are going to happen with that, that project or that thing that you want to do. Think about it and then maybe try it. Just try it. Just try like a, like a small piece of whatever it is that you want to do. I know you can do it. And maybe this podcast will become your tool. So thanks for listening today. And like I said, DM me Instagram at the how we create podcast love. I would love to hear your stories. Thanks for bearing with me as I improve my editing skills. And I am so excited about the guests that are coming up. I know you're going to love them. Please subscribe, review. And if you want to support this podcast, I do have a buy me a coffee account and all of that is in the show notes. Thanks. Thanks again.